Hey, welcome back to the Bar Live Barcast. The Bar Live Barcast. The live. Probably won't live. Right now, back, Turbo. <laughs> <laughs> We tried to, we tried to fix the audio <laughs> issue, and I got the, the thing about that, that, that the ball 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 ball. Ball. <laughs> The ball live. <laughs> the podcast, the podcast, the won't last since your boy Shaw Live, aka Shaw the God, aka Shaw the Goat, aka The Dark Knight, aka Kill Mother Dreads coming soon, and I'm going to go behind him. AKA Kyle Barker. <laughs> <Lord>. <laughs> what up, y'all? It's your girl. Raven, aka Raymond Setti, aka Half Woman, Half Amazing, aka Khadija Jameson. Oh, Khadija. Okay, Khadija. Well, Khadija, we can't go no further without going into our blackout. This week, for our blackout, or my blackout, I would like to shout out Food Line. Because we one day away from Lent being over, and they. They ain't really sponsor us with this food line drink, but as you can see, we shop at Food Line. You should too, because Food Line is there for me and you. Next time we gonna charge y'all for that. We gonna charge y'all for that food line. We gonna submit that, and we gonna charge that. Blackout. Cut the check. And that's also the drink of the day. Ginger ale drink. Yes, y'all. My blackout today. I'm keep it home team and shout out Fast Carriers LLC. For all your dispatching and transporting needs. There you go, there you go, there you go, there you go, toast to it. So, where we at with it? It's been a long time, but we're back here at the bar. Long time. Shouldn't have left We shouldn't have left you. <laughs> no, we didn't leave but them, you, though. We still, we, gave we, them we still provided content. It's just that gas was high. And we live on two different sides of town. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, and we're no. going to keep it honest with our listeners. And what we also got to do is, we we have yet to take a moment of silence for Ukraine. Let's take it. I just wanted to throw that out there. No, that's nice. real. That's real. Prayers for Ukraine. And since we're there, we also need to take a moment of silence for Brooklyn, New York. Oh, the mass, yeah, yeah. mass shooting that happened yesterday. So let's take our moment for that as well. Yeah, that, I mean, yesterday, yesterday was a wild day. It was like a lot of unnecessary things happening that, I mean, so first of all, New York, did you hear about it? Did you see it? I, like, I, I heard about it. My educator friend. I heard about it. Shout out to Black Men in the Country. I didn't really, I didn't really dive into it. Because it's just it's, it's always just a like lot. team too much. First yeah. of all, this was like some DC sniper mess when like you found out it was a black man, Frank James, that did this. This was a black man. A black man. What was he mad about? We don't have a motive yet, but apparently he went in Sunset, the Sunset Station. If you haven't seen Sunset Park, it's that area, Ozone, Brooklyn. I don't know, give you a frame of reference. Um but he went in there. First of all, where do you get grenades at? The Army Navy store? Or is he ex military? Like, I need backstory. He had a grenade, threw it on the train, and then just started busting, letting off. Ten people were hit, at least 23 injured. Thank God there was no casualties. 
But the sick part is he called the police to tell them to give them a tip that he was the one that did it on some like, have you seen the new Batman? Mm-hmm. <laughs> on the on some Riddler tip. I'm talking about he found me at the, the McDonald's. He wasn't in the McDonald's. They found him around the corner. I don't know. I don't know what what his motives were. Train? I don't know if we supposed to do that. Right? Well, to the homie. So yeah, some black man. I was like, brother, get your life. What was? I we gotta figure out what this brother was saying, because Kyle Rittenhouse said he was defending his. He he was scared for his life. He might have been afraid for his life. That's what he said. Kyle Rittenhouse. He went in there though. What was he afraid of? You know, Kyle Rittenhouse is the boy that... I know who he is. Oh. Who? I don't, it never made sense to me either, but he got off. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. But um, I don't know, man. I think he... Uh, oh, shit. I have, my, I have my white supremacist confused. Kyle, yes. He's the boy that, sh- that had yeah. the thing in the street and was shooting black folk. Yeah. yeah. Well, he was shooting anybody. Okay, but he did have like the he was the kid, the seventeen year old kid. Okay, yeah, I got him confused with another white supremacist at this scene and stuff. Oh lord! (laughs) But yeah, I don't know. I mean, DC sniper wanted his kids back. He just started shooting up everybody in DC, so we don't know what Frank James wanted. Frank James sounded like an angry black man. That name sounds so. But. I just I'm I'm I don't know I don't know I gotta wait till the information come out but it's a very sad incident that just my heart goes out to. I'm just glad they were no casualties. Yeah, shout out to uh, D Moore uh, that was at the bar. Yes, he's commented. He said, "What's up, shout I'm proud of y'all. Keep up the keep up the great content. We appreciate you for following us. Uh, continue." follow us and we're still waiting on you to come visit us here back at the farm. Yes, you can have a whole, you can set up a concert series. Yeah, Love Over Everything t-shirts, man. Go cop that, man. Go cop that. Love Over Everything. Yep. Are you watching the playoffs? Uh, They're about to start. Is it really a playoffs if the Lakers is not playing? I mean, this is your team. Speak on it. How do you you feel about the Lakers this season? And all everything that it encompasses, like everything that has happened and transpired. You wanna know how I feel? Yeah. Trash! Oh wow. Trash! <laughs> LeBron James, trash! Camelo Anthony, trash! Oh god. Frank Vogel, trash. Uh is he fired? Jeannie Bush, trash. Uh, uh uh Phil Jackson for hitting her, trash. What? Phil Jackson hit her? Hey, Phil Jackson, Jackson Joy. Oh, you mean hit her? <laughs> I thought you was like, <laughs> hit her. <laughs> like, what? No, first, okay, wait. I want to get your take, but are you watching the Lakers show on HBO Max? I, no, I haven't died. I it's haven't died. super good. I'm fully, like, I love it. Since the day it came out, I've been, like, obsessing over it. But, you know, it's about the story of the Lakers. And Judy Buss was like a young kid when she started working with her dad there. Anyways, everybody's trash to you. 
Trash. How do you feel about AD being like, if we were healthy, if everybody was healthy, we would have been. I just think they had too many prominent figures. If somebody has to fall back and nobody was willing to do that. Trash. But they were trying to build a super team. Trash. Super trash. Who do you think comes back next year? Next season? Well, of course they're going to bring back AD. They're going to bring back Braun. They're going to try it. Well, that's because Carmelo Anthony doesn't fit what we're trying to do. Not if you're going to have LeBron James. LeBron James is older, so he needs to have younger players around him that's going to pick up the slack when he gets fatigued. Not only that, they need young, hard players like Austin Reeves that knocking down shots, playing defense on both ends of the court, busting their buddy each night. Like, that's what we need. We need more dogs on the court. And that, when you get an old dog, yeah, that old dog still can bark and he still can do his own tricks. But the league is an evolving league, and you have to evolve with the league. And you still got to be able to move. You still got to be mobile, agile. And just to be honest, Carmelo Anthony isn't that in the role that we need him to be. But he can still definitely – I'm not saying he shouldn't be in the league, but just for what we need him to be. Because what, what's the thing about Melo? Like, why do they ostracize him? Well, Melo Mello is the same old, age as LeBron. is really not a defender right now. Yes, That's and LeBron like, is old, too. That's that, it's, man, it was something. Okay, 36. Yeah, man, 36 in basketball years. The boys is dinosaurs. five, yeah. Like, little kids then watch them and grew up and now playing in the league with them. Yeah, Ron said the, he would he wants to play with Steph Curry and Bronny. Yeah, well, LeBron James always want to want to want to do something. But he doesn't. He's saying another two years for Bronny to get there. Bronny do a year wherever. I don't want to be disrespectful, but how do we even know that Bronny is good enough to even – he's not even the best person on the teams that he play on. Because your girlfriend's son, the best player, right? Little Andre. That's his girlfriend? The one? He took her on a date. And, and the dog's like, damn, but I thought she went on dates with other people say his name. his friend that's a girl. <laughs> you know, Drake don't <laughs> like titles. He just wants titles after. Uh, he he got follow people when they, uh, when they get pregnant. <laughs> Who shall remain nameless? Who is looking flawless, by the way. Love to her and Rocky. She will not let us forget. She was pregnant. <laughs> no, child. That's something that gave the tucked away daughter. <laughs> as soon as she popped out, boy, she popped out. The worst about my mother. As soon as that foot hit, as soon as that foot hit, that stomach been out, child. She did. She did not get. Oh, how about this? They they saw her sporting a uh, big engagement ring, but she said this old thing or something like that. Oh, they saw Reese? Yeah. Oh. But they saying that it's some old ring. She's trying to play it off like it's some old ring, but it looks like an engagement ring. Well, that's the natural course. Yes, Rocky. Step up. Very nice. See, now you putting words in his mouth because ain't no, ain't no way that we, we don't know. <laughs> we don't know. They in love. She just, she just gushed all over him. <laughs> in the Vogue. <laughs> the Vogue, she gushed and carried on. Oh. What? 
You just made the show X rated. No, it did. You talking about gushers and stuff? <laughs> gushers like shouting praises. Oh, okay. Or however you want to take it. There's a double <laughs> entendre somewhere in there. But <laughs> okay, 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 double wobble. <laughs> Trade. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move from there. <laughs> oh, I know, I know that's triggering, but no, we have to talk about Patrick Beverly in his performance last night and how which performance the, the Timberwolves acted like they won the world, not the World Series, wrong sport. I've been watching this baseball doc. No, they act like they won the World Series. <laughs> they won the um the chip. What? Because I don't know the backstory. I know he was a Clipper. Yeah, but I he still people get like traded that. all the time. What's his why does he have so so much beef or animosity? Well, he's a he's that type of player. He plays with a chip on his shoulder. He's really not that good, but he's he like plays. He's just, he's like Draymond Green is much better. <laughs> 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 I don't know. But Pat Beverly is just trash. Oh, but he plays hard, which creates other things, and you want that type of player of defensively, etc. Okay. Um, he like a guaranteed. No, definitely not fucking Gary <laughs> Raven. Patrick Beverly is Patrick Beverly. I don't even know if they play the same position, but I know Gary Payton was a dog and he talked trash and he played with a chip and people hated Gary Payton. So All that's why so that's where I was the thinking. Same type of yeah, but nah. no, okay, because Gary was the glove for yeah. a reason. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And don't kill me basketball fans because I know my stuff, even if I don't know it, I know it. That's all good. <laughs> that's all good. Because He's a pest, and you want that on your team. And but the thing is, him bawling, crying just because you beat the Clippers in a playing <laughs> game—that performance, horrible. If we giving him any Oscars, somebody need to give him the Will Smith Award. Somebody need to go there and slap his <laughs> ass. Was King Richard. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh my god. The trains are full of sex and they hey, people <laughs> Lord double whammy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Your boy, Cameron Newton. Cameron Alla wishes Newton. <laughs> <Alice McGinnis. laughs> Went on billion dollars worth of game. Shout out to the Philly homies while on Gilly. Y'all see this one day. He's gonna be on there. <laughs> and made some disparaging remarks about, or to me, some disparaging remarks about like women and how they how they want a type of man, but don't know what to do to keep that sort of a man. So, for the ignorant Negro that may watch this show, you said disparaging. 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 What? Can we get a a language of origin and a definition, please? He said some remarks that were very uh, misogynistic. Oh, okay. That's even bigger than disparaging, but I guess that's that's more understandable than misogynistic. Yeah. Yeah. Did you hear what he said? No. What did he say? He said that. (laughs) Women want to be bosses. They want to be quote unquote independent women, or they want a man to be all these things. But 
they don't know how to cater to a man's needs. They don't know how to, they don't know when to be quiet. How you a boss bitch and you don't know how to cook. That's all you said? What it, that was about five points and about four out of the five he was dead on. Now, if if the if it does not apply, because I don't think that you're a bad mama jamma. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because you know, it's double standards. I don't think you're a bad mama jamma if you if you can't cook. Because if you can't cook, that, that's I feel like that's a criteria within. Uh, and I mean, I'm not a woman, so I don't know what y'all consider in y'all criteria. But in my criteria, if we if we are equating that to a queen, yeah, you need you to think be the able queen to cook. cooks. Well, I tell you, you not one watch thing, Bridgerton. It, but I tell you, got everybody all in my but, the thing, but the thing is, if all else fails, is that queen gonna be able to survive on her own? Or will that queen always need somebody? All the baddies know how to make Alfredo be. Yeah, well, that means that I'm a baddie too, and I know how to make Alfredo, and I'm no Chef Boy RD. Well, maybe Chef Boy RD, but not Chef Emerald Lagoski. Bam! Ugh. <laughs> no, it was very. His comments were very off putting just because. Because they were true. No. It makes people uncomfortable. I don't think the one Everything about, is relative, one, first of all. True. Two, when he had Brittany Renner on his show, and they went back and forth about needs and wants of a man and a woman and what what equates to a wife, all of that is always going to be relative. What one man wants, what a, what a woman wants, and a husband, what a man wants, and a wife, da 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 da, is catered to that person. But. This old boy from IG with glasses. Cam Newton? Oh, that's what Cam Newton says. No, wait. I thought you was talking about some other dude. You talk, we talking about Cam Newton. I'm still talking about the Cam Newton situation. Oh well, yeah. Oh, Cam said this. What was wrong with what he said? <laughs> Except for what that just one happened. thing. What, what one part was wrong? It was the one, the second before the last one. We don't know when to be quiet. Yeah, I probably wouldn't say it. That's the one. Because the other points, I feel like those those were valid points, and I do. I agree. It's about per relativity. Yeah. yeah, like relativity and perception, and point of view. This is a person's point of view. Because shit, if if you think that you a bad mama jamma, and I don't think so because you don't cook, why do what I think even matters? I don't know. There's 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 a uh, there's a deeper, darker element we can dive in, but. But I'm not going to let nobody, if I feel good about something that I got going on, a, a style that I want to do, you know how many people talk junk about my hairstyles that I choose to do and stuff? <laughs> and, and you as swear you a bad man with your hairstyles. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. I'm going to switch my joint up. No, but yeah. But see, but that, once again, it's like, okay, you could have the looks, you could have the range, you could have the body. Because I can't cook, that means I don't know how to take care of a man or I can't I'm not quote unquote wife material that's super massage. like I spent all my days in the book like in my books like I got my education like I didn't have time to be in the kitchen learning the things 
can them, follow a recipe because I can read well, right? So, that's what I was about to say. One of the books should have been a dang old recipe. You better learn how to make a patty pie or do something. <laughs> patty pie. But, but D Moore still with us. He uh let's, let's let's see what he has to say. He said some definitely misogynistic, but a lot of what he said was very much true. He's just in, he's just in too high of a platform to voice that for real. I feel like while there may have been, and this is from a woman's perspective, sure. there could be some truth to the, what he said. Because first of all, I'm be honest, I watched the clickbait version of it. <laughs> I didn't get the full interview, right? Mm-hmm. So it could be taken out of context. Two, I'll shoot him some bail and say, maybe the brother didn't articulate fully what he needed to articulate. I feel attacked. <laughs> I, was <just> <laughs> I was like, <laughs> We haven't had an attack session in a while. <laughs> but so I'll shoot him some bail, but also like this is the same man that also claimed to have had everything he needed to want in a woman which has his children, but yet he didn't marry her. Because he just couldn't see himself being a quality husband. So I take from that what I take from it. You know what you take from it? Well, I appreciate the honesty of it, but you just, you have like four kids with this lady and adopted like two of her or something like that. And she's everything you need in her, but you, you just can't marry her because you can't marry her. So how about this, right? We got a, we got another point of view, right? Is it D Morgan? No, it's actually Jack Joshua E. Brown, Jack Brown. He says, taking care of a man takes way more they're just cooking. That part. I agree with that wholeheartedly. It takes way more than just cooking. I do want to dive in to to the brothers that are in the in the chat. We appreciate y'all. This is a new segment we've introduced in real time, apparently. But I'm rolling. Yeah. <laughs> also, but yeah. to you, when he was like, they don't know how to cater to the needs of a man. What do, what all does that entail? I know every man's going to be different to what their needs are. Well, exactly. Every man is going to be different in just the same way that women want us to figure out what what your love language is. The guy is the same way. I mean, I don't... But the thing is, now am I saying, is that right? I think, I think naturally that's how we are, but I think more communication just all together and what, what exactly do you want? What exactly are we where exactly are we going? Those type of questions being had in the relationships will lead to far sex, far more successful relationships. I thought you were going to say need some more sex. But Probably because people will be angry. <laughs> but when you get back to it, it should be gushing. Right? That's the type of thing. I, I use that word <laughs> to say how Rihanna loves ASAP. Rihanna was gushing. <laughs> Sounds accurate. <laughs> okay, so this goes into another controversial topic. Drewski, the Instagram comedian, we all know him. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan of Drewski. Yeah. Do you know who Drewski is? Yeah. Do you like him? Yeah. Have you seen what's been going on with his, um, he's catching backlash and some flack from his latest video, which he has now since deleted? Oh my gosh, people are too sensitive. 
that joint is accurate because okay, it do be you. people out here that be perving on these girls and he comedy they won't be mad Perfect at him line. but everybody want to empathize with will smith uh and excuse me chris rock comedy is supposed to be edgy comedy always got some truth to it and i i, I thought it was funny actually I mean, yeah that wasn't people, like od funny but it was like it was relatable because as a woman as a man should you've seen it like you go to a spot and it's a low key. Take another shot. Take another shot. House kickback. Yeah, up with you. Like people try to make you drink. Make try to make you drink. Make it up stuff to make you drink. You're like no, no, no. And it's like no, you gotta do it. You gotta do it. Your friend. Look like you today. Yeah, like it. I think where people were getting at was like, Drewski wasn't making a PSA for like, um, coercing women into like doing stuff against their will, but he was catching flack for it like like people were guys were mad at him for for doing the video and women were mad at him for making light of something that happens all the time i don't think it was nothing wrong with what he did because comics do that all the time they push the envelope that's their job and sometimes when they do although they do miss the mark that's their job and, and, and then, to be honest yeah. drewski did a video about how guys be strung out on pills. It'd be a whole lot of stuff that he do. Yeah, that people. Man, yeah, so it's no. like he wasn't making light of. I didn't take any offense to it. I don't think he was making light of it. I think he was actually putting a light on like what happens at the kickback with That's the weirdo dudes that ain't got no blood. Yeah, just sit back and try to get one drunk, and that. I think I, I, in my mind, I thought he was showing how lame they were. Right? Yeah, that's where I, I that way was funny. Like lanes in the party. Yeah, like yeah. so. I don't know. I like Drewski. I really believe he's self-made. He came out of nowhere, but he's, he's funny to me. All the other guys don't be funny, but Drewski be funny. I don't know. He, who knows? Because he's a little chunky. But man, so but funny. he got he he really just a funny dude. Like, like he's not and I see, naturally like, funny. He can white boy better than the white boys. I mean, <laughs> the white boys get stuff. He be hey, bro, crazy. bro, we gotta get out to the lake, bro. Like he can white boy better than the white boys, and them skits be so funny. Well, so, but the thing is, for people to be mad at him, go go live life. What are you mad about? What are you mad about? Like. So what we what we doing tomorrow? We canceling him? Is that what we doing? We not canceling. Well, we know we don't because shoot, it's that we you know we been sticking with Kanye all this time, and guess what? Now she talking about she been messing with Pete Davidson well before uh, the SNL thing, which means she was cheating on her husband, and she done drive that man crazy, and that's why he's showing his butt to this day. We been with we been with this man all the time. <laughs> I can't either confirm nor deny any of that, but I am still going with Kanye through all the craziness. So yes, all day voting with Kanye, no matter how crazy they say. Rolling with you know what? You know what time it is? Uh, no, I'm about to. I'm about to just say. Fuck Kim Kardashian and that white boy. Problematic. 
Okay. But do you know what time it is? What time is it? Put a percolator? I don't know. <laughs> mamas. Mamas, mamas. Sister, uncle, cousin, friend, baby, mothers, friend from around the corner who told the grandma that she had herpes. Yes. What? Yes. No, I don't want to know about that time. Told <laughs> the doctor that the doctor went on the trip with the top, the people that went to the Tyler Perry movie, what? came all the way back, <laughs> sisters, uncle, cousins, friends, babysitter, who now is dating the dad of the baby she was sitting. That's so weird. Porno, you watched it. Shut up. <laughs> Uncle's friends' favorite segment of the show. Ask the bar. I don't like this guy. I don't like the people that, that <laughs> like this part. <laughs> it, is people, it, is. it is what it is. Some people down bad. Okay. So, ask the bar today. You know, there's been a lot of like shows coming out on Netflix, like relationship-based shows. So Netflix had Love is Blind, Are You Hot, all the things. So now they have the show, The Ultimatum. Uh-oh. Yes. Mm, so like No, no, no. Six couples, they go on the show because basically one person in a relationship wants to get married. And the other person, they're not quite there yet. And so... Out of the out of the six couples you had, four of which the women proposed the ultimatum, and then two couples where the man actually proposed the ultimatum to the woman. Um, so I just wanted to get your your blackmail point of view on ultimatums in any capacity. It doesn't even necessarily have to be relationship based. Do you feel that they are effective? So my personal <laughs> opinion, because it, I'm going to give you two sides of this, right? Yeah, sure. Let, let me give you my personal opinion. Sure. I think that's how things should be operated. Um, you then let people know where you stand or where you envision things right in any capacity um now that's just me as a straightforward person now the reality of everything is nobody wants you to be straightforward people want you to tend to people's feelings and be understanding let's not tell this person this because this is going on etc that that that's what reality is so they shun direct approaches so on the flip of that I would say that the natural side would be to not give people ultimatums because then at that point it seems less aggressive uh, you know people don't like aggression People don't, especially not from or black men. let's say assertiveness. Assertiveness. Jesus. Because yes, it's Jesus. not aggressive. It's just, this is my line, and I'm laying mm-hmm. it in the sand. Huh. I'm assertive. Assertive. Yeah. They don't. Well, when you're assertive as a black man, it, it's aggression. It's aggression. Boom. 
Now we're now we're talking. Now people. we're rolling. Oh, now we're rolling, people. Now we're rolling. Yep. Oh my god. But oh my god. But that's that's just that's just what it is, and that's where I stand on that. Um, so if your romantic partner posed an ultimatum, you can understand it, but you wouldn't be with it. It's not about that. It's about more so what what is the ultimatum? What is what, what are we? What's what's the question at hand? You know, because that matters, right? Because it might be something where that was ultimate, yeah, like But that's what I'm saying. Everything is everything is situational in life, and that's why we go through life is to deal with situations and essentially how we deal with those situations and my faith determines our outcome. I So I watched the show one because I was bored and there was nothing else to watch. Two, I find it all interesting. Because one, there's a, so there's a lot of things to put in perspective here. Most of the, the young ladies that were, pro, like, that were posing the ultimatums to their men None of them are older than 25. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. You like, gotta buy me a Gucci bag. <laughs> None of them were over 25. None of the relationships had been over two and a half years. Also, the premise of the show is you come on, you issue the ultimatum, ultimatum, you get married or else I'm leaving. But what you get to do on the show is <laughs> Kate Bart says <laughs> Let it out. What you you get to do on the show is that you come on and for three weeks you break up and you couple up with another person's partner. So you and that person have a trial marriage for three weeks. Is there forking in this trial? You can do whatever. You you can do whatever your heart desires. Whoa. In this trial marriage. Whoa, no, and no, then you can't. The no, next you can't. three weeks, no, you, can't. you go back to your original partner that no, you, you came won't. with, and then at the end, you won't decide whether you guys are going to get married, whether you guys that. are going to break up, or whether you're going to go off with your the partner that you Listen, got partnered with the person. If I'm going to be married for four weeks and you think that I'm not going to fork my wife. Man, listen, y'all better get me away from this show. They're Stop not really playing. married. It's a trial marriage. But they live together. <laughs> Sleeping in the same bed. Most everybody <laughs> did, yes. <laughs> no, not doing that show. Got me forked up because some forking is going to happen. Yeah, so that's where I was like, and there was two black couples that did the show. Um, I found it to be like I I could understand where the women were coming from, but I had an issue with their age because I was like, you hadn't lived enough life. Like you guys are just out of college, and while you couldn't know what you want and whatever, your relationships are still very young. The men are still kind of young. Some of the guys were a little bit older, like around twenty eight, thirty, but the women were none of the women were over twenty five, and like I said, two year relationships at the most. Um, and awesome. you all have been having issue for the whole two years, basically. Like, of course, there's a good time, but like, it wasn't like a smooth ass two years. 
or I felt like they would have done the thing, right? And also, like my pride, I would want my person to just want to do it. I wouldn't want to have to be like, you got to do it, because where does that leave us? Well, that's a, to me, it's like, if the male ego is very fragile. Okay, Okay, at least you agree to it. The male ego is fragile. I come at a man like that. Well, you can't do that aggressive, though. You you did a lie. No, but a lot, they were were aggressive, but they were all very assertive. We either do it or leave it. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I can see it. Like, at my age now, yes, I can see, because, like, you're on a maternal time clock, like, you think 30. the twenty-five year old ain't on the maternal time? She's twenty-five, dog. What, what was the ultimate of marriage, or what yeah. was the ultimate? Yes, marriage. it's marriage, or I'm leaving you. Oh, mm-hmm. for everybody. The, the yes. show is about marriage. Oh, I thought it was a choice. Like I get to choose what my ultimatum is. No. Oh, <laughs> Oops. Yeah. Oh. So, but I'm, so I'm just saying. Everything. Hypothetically, like not your real life, but just in general, you're in a you're in a cool relationship. Your person poses to you, you marry me, or I'm leaving. Does that not <laughs> affect your how the way you see that woman, how you go about it? Like I feel like it's a power struggle. Mm-hmm. After two years, yeah, but after a certain amount of time, I would understand the ultimate. Mm-hmm. So it would be situational. How much time? you say less than two years, I'm gonna say, I'm, it's gonna be a hard no for me. I'm gonna, yeah, I feel like you shouldn't give an ultimatum after two years. But, um, I mean, after a certain period of time, enough is enough, and the ultimatum has to be in place at some point. So, for sure. can't just rule it out. Okay, well, I, I appreciate that. Like, because you're like a tough dude, so I didn't yeah. expect that answer from you. Because my whole thing, I'm just thinking, like, it feels almost. Like, it's, even if you're not being aggressive, it is forceful. And also, like, I feel like if your heart was never really in it. Sometimes you got to be forceful. Yeah, really? But, I like, mean, you not, just not, want to do the thing, right? If it's love, yeah, if you, but, if you but see that person is, as your wife. I was like, having a conversation. Just make that person your wife, right? <laughs> I was having a conversation with this person. Oh, this person. I had a conversation with this person <laughs> yesterday. And he was saying, like, because he's engaged. Um, to my knowledge, he ain't got no no nothing, no date, no nothing. And he was like, shit. All right, dude, shit. I'm already saying. Shit, we already pretty much. Yeah. So, I make it like that. You go after the ultimate. <laughs> yes. Oh, he's not engaged, or he is, he is. engaged. Then he don't need an ultimatum, cause he already did the like. So now it's just getting to the altar. But you said they don't have a date set. Yeah, they're taking a while. So let's just go. <laughs> <laughs> we go keep all parties involved in prayer. Um, <laughs> take us out. <laughs> hey. <laughs> we want to thank you. Stopping by here at the Bar Live Barcast, the podcast that probably won't last. We just want you to subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Until next time, we'll see you here at the Bar Live Barcast. 
It's been a blast, folks. Until next time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man, but that was good. It was.